Well, hello. Thank you very much, everyone, for your questions. Um, today I'm going to cover a commonly asked question, and that's uh, restless children. So there's a number of uh, things to cover on this, and I'm going to start with uh, something that's actually not related to biochemistry, uh, but it's, it's a very important factor. So some children, uh, particularly boys, it's usually boys, have a lot of physical energy and that can build that builds up and they really have a hard time sitting for a long period of time without the opportunity to expend the energy so if uh, it can be organized the um, during the school day to take a short break and actually have a run like a short maybe one to two maybe three minute run and let off all of that energy and then they feel much calmer and they're able to sit and concentrate on their work so if it can be organized with the teacher to work this into their school day it can uh, make a massive difference to their learning and their ability to concentrate so uh, if you have a child like that likelihood is you already know that uh, and like I said usually boys not commonly girls girls tend to be able to sit still for a bit longer but uh, if it can if you can work with the child's teacher or they're, however they're learning to work this into their day that's uh, definitely going to help those particular children now the next thing I'm going to cover is uh, blood sugar and protein so children have a very high need for protein they're building muscle they're building bone and uh, so they need a lot more protein and yet children tend to gravitate towards the more carbohydrate type of foods like cereal and biscuits and sweets and uh, baked goods things like that uh, now when you have that kind of carbohydrate your blood sugar goes up kind of rapidly and then when it drops you get a release of adrenaline adrenaline is like a sort of a stress hormone we all pretty much are familiar with adrenaline and also another stress hormone called cortisol so they're released from the adrenal glands which are on your kidneys and they cause obviously that rapid sort of heart rate it's not a full large amount of adrenaline but it's like a background and that's why when you're you get hungry sometimes you your hands really shake it's the adrenaline and the uh, that mechanism is designed to stimulate the liver to release more blood glucose into the blood so that the brain has sufficient blood glucose to operate etc um, but that adrenaline can certainly make things very uh, uncomfortable for a child trying to sit still and concentrate because they may be shaking and their hearts may be going slightly more rapidly so the way to get around this is uh, protein snacks during the during the um the school day so in starting the day with a with some protein I know uh, some children not all children like to have eggs or you know more protein foods for breakfast they prefer cereal but adding to that uh, it's a really good idea to give a child a protein shake now uh, you can use milk or yogurt alternative milks whichever fruit the child likes maybe some peanut butter maybe some almond butter uh, and then the protein powder Pea protein is a good good way to go. I, I particularly like golden pea. And uh, for those who really don't have a problem with dairy products, whey can be a good option. Some some people just don't have problems with dairy. So yeah, one of those two are a really good way to go. And and keeping the blood sugar stable will definitely help a child feel more calm 
um, and more focused and able to concentrate. You may need to, uh, at the end of the day, end of the school day, possibly another protein shake then as well. So um, there's obviously the sugar aspect, um, keeping sugar to a minimum because um, that makes children feel a bit hyper. But uh, balancing that with, with um, protein is, is a really good way to go for those kids. All right, the next one is a little bit of a hidden one. And uh, that is a, a food additive called MSG or monosodium glutamate. Commonly on labels, it's only seen as a number 621 or sometimes E621. And it's a flavor enhancer that you find in savory foods, particularly easily found in children's food. Uh, things like flavored potato chips, flavored crackers, it's in chicken salt, uh, things like breaded chicken, breaded fish. So savory foods like that um, can or sausages and other kind of pre- uh, processed meats, some kinds, not champagne ham, but other kind of processed uh, delicatessen hams, sometimes in salami, uh, you find this food additive. So it kind of causes problems on three different fronts for a child. First and foremost, it causes uh, agitation in the same way you might find sugar, like when children have a lot of sugar and they get wound up and and feel a bit hyper. MSG can definitely do that in some children. The other thing MSG does is cause kind of a widespread itchy skin. It makes children very hard. It's very difficult for children to sit still when their skin is itching. Generally, you wouldn't get a rash or anything visible with that. It's just this sort of overall, all the skin kind of itches. Now, if a child does have eczema, uh, MSG can give a pretty nasty flare. Um, certainly, in a rapid, um, in a short space of time, you can have a, a flare of eczema when you when you consume MSG. And uh, some some takeaway foods, you can ask for not having MSG on the takeaway foods, like Chinese foods. Some of those sources that they use have MSG, uh, but it doesn't tend to cause. MSG, uh, sorry, MSG doesn't tend to cause eczema, but certainly if there's eczema present, that can cause a nasty flare. Now, the other thing MSG can do in susceptible children is cause headaches, uh, can make, which makes it very, very difficult to concentrate um, when a child has headaches. And so make sure that's uh, completely out of the diet to the degree that you can. I know sometimes when you're traveling or you know you've got to grab some food for a child it's not necessarily always easy to avoid that entirely but on a regular basis especially when they're going to be um, in a learning environment see if you can keep that out of the diet there now just on that subject of headaches children can often forget to drink water something super simple and that can cause a very low grade headache which makes it difficult to sit still any kind of pain or discomfort um, can really interfere with a child's learning so just make sure they're drinking when you get their drink bottle at the end of the day make sure they've been drinking particularly in the summer months because uh, they can become very dehydrated all right now another thing that can happen is just on that point dehydration uh, if a child is exercising a lot running or sweating they really may need some electrolytes which the primary calming ones are magnesium and potassium. Those two minerals are very, very important. So you may need some hydration drinks that cover that um, if your child is definitely uh, sweating, sweating a lot or anything like that. 
So keep an eye on those because if your magnesium or potassium's low, there there's uh, someone can get very maybe heart palpitations, uh, agitation, things like that. Now in terms of supplementation uh, as a whole, magnesium's definitely the most important uh, supplement for children when you've got um, for as in terms of a calming effect on the body. Now if you already give your child some magnesium. Uh, you want to check those labels because magnesium aspartate can be highly um, aggravating in terms of it can cause agitation in susceptible individuals. I don't know why aspartate, magnesium aspartate's made its way into supplements over the, the past few years. It definitely didn't uh, used to be commonly in supplements. So the, the form of magnesium you want to use is magnesium bisglycinate. Now bisglycinate is a small amino acid. So on labels, it may also say magnesium amino acid chelate. Chelate just means that's the molecule the magnesium's attached to. So magnesium's always attached to something, magnesium citrate, magnesium oxide, magnesium aspartate, and uh, things like that. So that's the best form of magnesium. Um, if you want to add it on a regular basis, it's quite simple to get a powder and then add that into the smoothie if you're going to be doing a protein smoothie at the beginning of the day. So yeah, that's an important one. All right, now the next thing uh, from a supplement point of view is vitamin D. So vitamin D can get low in some children if they favor uh, being indoors. So vitamin D you would normally get from the sun. It's quite easily manufactured uh, in the body if you're getting sufficient sun when it comes to children. So generally uh, an outdoors child will have a completely fine level of vitamin D and if they tend to be much more indoors, you might want to keep an eye on that. So vitamin D is definitely dose dependent, depending on the age of the child. So you want to make your way to either a health professional or a health food shop or a chemist and, um, and uh, check out vitamin D supplementation. You can get a blood test to measure it as well. So that's, uh, that's the majority, that will cover the majority of uh, problems that um, where children really can't concentrate but there's a couple of wee things I want to comment on one is some children uh, have problems understanding what's going on in the classroom so if they didn't hear properly or they don't really understand what's expected of them then uh, they may act up or have trouble or get bored or try to do something else because they're just not tracking with what's um, what they need to be doing so that's something you can also check did you hear what was the teacher said did you fully understand what was needed and sometimes you'll find there's some confusion or misunderstanding or they perhaps there was some noise or they're at the back of the class couldn't hear that's a very important factor just to check out that they're um they're kind of engaged in the classroom and really understand what they need to be doing now the other one last thing I'm going to comment on is some children are highly creative they gravitate towards maybe art or music those children uh, tend to need to balance their learning with these creative endeavors or they have trouble focusing say on mathematics or English for long long periods of time without balancing their um, their day with some kind of creative outlet so you would probably know if you have that that child if they're quite creative so it may be that you know once you um, at the end of the day maybe after school they get to do their music classes or 
or some other creative outlet and uh, that's encouraged so that they can balance their learning day all right I hope that helps it's definitely a um, a commonly asked question as I said and uh, there's a few factors there there's definitely some uh, more complex biochemistry reasons that can cause um, a overstimulation of the nervous system but that's honestly very rare these things that I've mentioned today would cover off nearly uh, the vast majority of problems that um, that children are having um, but do keep an eye on like I said itchy skin and things like um, um, sore stomach headaches things like that that the actual pain that's causing the problems with the concentration or discomfort that they're experiencing um, rather than any other rather than any other thing all right wishing you a very very lovely day until the next time